0: Welcome to the deep dive, the live dive, the uh, 7.41 dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? Very
1: good, Trent, mate. How are you? Uh, Welcome to everyone out there. Thank you for waiting an extra five
0: minutes for us. A <laughs> bit longer than that, more like 11. But no, no, we said 36. That's true, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, you Surely you're on top of it by now. But welcome to the Deep Dive. We are an AFL podcast doing two episodes a week. We do a review on a Sunday night. Yep. And then we do the preview live with Beyond the Game TV. Check out Beyond the Game. Check out our sponsors at Hopster Home. Hopster Home's a craft beer delivery service. So uh, at the
1: moment, I've got a, we've got a Coastal Brewing Co.,
0: IPA. IPA, uh, in with some other IPAs in a box. Yep. So, what so so they do is they gather. Sorry, please. No, I was going to say,
1: yeah, if you're into your IPAs at the moment, you will be loving the packs <laughs> that they're
0: putting out because it is chocker full of hops <laughs> to, to the brim. Yeah. Uh, even the box is made out of hops. It's it's is hops. Wow, can hops. Dry hops. dried cardboard hops. Sort of blended together. They're uh, doing their own environment, then aren't they? They are. Yes. Hopstone.com.au is a craft beer delivery service. They gather these cans and put them in a pack for you. Uh, a deep dive is a promo code you can use to get $25 off your first pack. Check it out. Check it out. Hops to the house quickly. Nice and fresh. No and slowing down. Deli- delicious. Da, da, Bruce is a big fan yeah, Bruce he is a big fan he is a big fan I think BT might be a big
1: fan too oh, <laughs> probably with
0: some of the calls he makes he's probably drunk too many hops. absolutely yeah that's it uh, so yeah big thanks to Hops to Home hopsterhome.com.au check out Beyond the Game TV which we're on on their service now live on the on the stream on the service uh, we are going to have a bit of news chat but the big idea with this episode as always is to run into the next round it's uh, so around 11, can you believe it? We're nearly coach at the halfway mark. mark. And yeah, we're going to be clutching at straws,
1: I reckon, with the new section
0: of this week.
1: There hasn't <laughs> been a lot on, let's be oh, honest. I uh, mean,
0: bit, well, uh, the coach got sacked. That was not small. That happened last week. No. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> no, well, no, you mean. No, no. Well, we No, yeah. I, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about Brad Scott. So we spoke, if you want to hear us kind of going into the extent, surely everyone now has a, a pretty close idea of what happened. Uh, he went on uh, AFL 360 on a Monday night uh, and then sort of you know further kind of clarified bits and pieces. So a couple of things out of this. So basically, we won't spend much time on this because I think people will probably be sick of it. But that said, there's definitely you know people wanting to kind of know what we think of it. I guess he came out and said that, look, the decision was not necessarily from the board. So he went to the board, presented multiple options around he either coaches to the end of the year or he will... Uh, you know, finish up
1: right now, or right now, the or there was a whole
0: thing. range of different scenarios, and he had no idea they were going to kind of run with this, this, this scenario as, as soon as they potentially were going to. Um, I guess the thing out of it is it's become quite obvious out of this whole thing, and we spoke about it on Monday night, but we hadn't seen AFL, AFL 360 at that point, so we mm. didn't really know any of that. But the point is that um, somebody leaked the story to the Herald Sun that. Was either it's a bit conspiracy theory, so it's definitely in our wheelhouse. I mean, it it either within North to force the hand of the board in this whole scenario, so that it would happen quickly and they would be first in line to try to get the coaches that are available, because obviously there's going to be a bit of Game of Thrones going on with the coaches, um, or it's come out from somebody that hates Brad Scott. I guess it's an interesting thing because it's gone. Kind of quiet, and I guess from that, let's talk also about where we think people will fall. But I guess, what do we yeah. think about it? What's the
1: well, that's the thing. It was really if you didn't see the interview with uh, what and with Robbo, it was, it was very amicable. I mean, Robbo and, and Brad Scott obviously have a very good uh, professional yeah. relationship uh, to the point that they've had discussions that haven't gone past their discussions or so they're led to believe. So it's really interesting that, um, uh, the Way it unfolded on Friday, late Friday night happened. But look, ultimately, I mean, Brad Scott hes a true professional and he's put the club well ahead of his own um, personal gains or, or whatever you want Simully, to call it. Seemingly, yeah. Seemingly. I think, like anyone, he's, he's a little bit probably pissed at parts of the way that it unfolded, especially. <laughs> he did to the, push it a bit quickly. Yeah, and, and a little bit by. He's, without him saying it in uh, pure words, he was a bit blindsided by the fact that the weekend was his last game. Yeah, and he didn't have a chance to speak to his family, uh, his um, wife. Wife, uh, would... probably wanted probably. There's a, probably a handful of players, if not all of the players, that he would have liked to have uh, had a chat to beforehand and all that. Can I just like just, so.
0: just uh, we because we didn't talk about this on on Monday? No. So this is another thing as well. So. I'm not quite sure who to believe here. So if he if he he says that this was discussed weeks ago, yeah, why didn't tell his wife for that long, or his family, or any of the players, or any like players I can sort of understand, but yeah. his family. He's got a funny relationship with his family. I mean, that Must. seems a bit strange. Oh, by the way, he comes home from where? Oh, by the way, I've um, I've resigned as uh, so, well, I got sacked or whatever. I guess that's a how do pri- you want to take it as senior coach. I guess that's North a common.
1: privilege of making eight hundred thousand dollars a year. That yeah, exactly. you don't really need to put things across. Everyone, Just I guess. Go, so. I'm sure I've got enough. In maybe get she getting us, through for the next. Maybe
0: she's wanting to buy a yacht. Like, what? Maybe she's wanting to go nuts. Oh, we've got the credit card. <laughs> Just go, honey. I bought a yachts. Why, why are you retiring? The, I tried to buy the Birch but What's happening here? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just find that hot. <laughs> <fabricate egg>. yeah. <laughs> I got a Fabergé egg. I bought a collection of nice eggs. I Fabergé egg. It always makes me think of Octopussy, the <laughs> yeah. Bond movie. I can't. Um, I really. It's the most ridiculous name for a movie. Octopussy. They actually made a movie called Octopussy. Anyway, I really can't understand it's what's happening here. Uh, it really doesn't all add up. If you're trying to it's join the dots, conspiracy theory. It's that yeah. always sunshine in Philadelphia meme with him trying to put the dots <laughs> together. Like it really doesn't make much sense at all. I'm really quite confused because we've got a scenario where he says that it was weeks ago, but he would have liked to have had the opportunity to tell his wife. Anyway, so the whole thing doesn't make sense. But then at the same time, the other side of it is is this conspiracy, which is someone has put the story out to, the, to Robbo here you go Robbo got him He's blasted or like, not which he was probably already drunk at the <laughs> yeah. start anyway I thought here's the story you run with it I don't know I think it just the whole thing seems strange so please mm. um, if you have any questions on this or anything in the episode uh, add it in the comments or if you're the person that leaked the story yeah. please let us know if, if, you're, if you're deep throat please comment it, <laughs> comment in the section below no well that's that was the code name for the person with Watergate I'm yep, not fair no, enough it's not a great film. No, not as good as Octopus. He's much <laughs> no, better. Definitely not. Much better movie. Much better movie. Um, no, but honestly, if you've got any questions around that, but this whole thing just doesn't make any sense. And I guess outside of all of this, so I think I think someone within North liked it yeah. that wanted to rush this quickly and get ahead of the curve. So, do we think Brad Scott is in line for the Carlton position? Do we think? In this, you know, I mean, I think Al Richardson's actually gone okay, but. The supposedly within his contract he needs to make finals this year in order to continue yeah so it's like
1: yeah uh, big conspiracy theory sort of um feel to it i think yeah some someone at north or people within the north um realms have done this knowing that they probably already had a conversation with another coach yeah, that, that's well, why that's how that's how I feel. How is, um, I mean,
0: Brad Scott said sorry to interject. Brad Scott did say one hundred percent he's not spoken to anyone. Which,
1: yeah, look, I, I don't think Brad probably has. Mm. but why would he? Like, who's going to yeah. honestly? There's at the moment, who's going to take him? I think Carlton might. Why would give, give me with sorry's record? He's gone finals four times. He's His made two prelims. prelims. They mm. were a long time ago. I don't
0: disagree, but they're very desperate. They are very
1: desperate. And, 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 and they're know, not getting Clarko. Well, no, he's going to North, apparently. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it's no. not going to happen. Um, yeah, look, it's all, all a bit unusual. Uh, it probably should have happened at a different club, let's be honest. Carlton, take note. This, well, is, can't, probably what, yeah. this is probably what you should be doing with... Well, actually, not Carlton. Brenda Bolton should actually just come out and... Just hand in his resignation and go, go, thank you very much. It's time to the move worst on. Idea. Not the worst idea because honestly, <coughs> they've
0: maybe leaked leak to the press that he's quitting soon. Well, that, that'd, that'd, do yeah, that'd do everyone
1: it. Cut, everyone in said, no, we're committed to the end of the year. Literally, into because the, they've
0: knifed so many coaches, yeah. they're so scared to do it again, even though they probably should. But
1: he knows his career's done, dusted, end of the year. He would literally what? have to win every game from here on end, and that's definitely not happening. He
0: would need to win at least seven or eight games from here, bare minimum, and that's yep. not going to happen. No, it's not. He'll, he'll, so, they'll get pants by so many sides. Yeah, you
1: know. Look, so, Brad Scott thing, uh, Brad, I think, handled it uh, unbelievably well. I don't think the scenario well, panned out ideally that well for North Melbourne as a club. No, but it hasn't affected the playing group, and I think they well, they on were with quickly. him. I mean, yeah.
0: it sounds like the members were not with Brad Scott. It sounds like the board well, the board was obviously not with Brad Scott in the end. It sounds like a lot of people weren't with, but it sounds like the players actually were. So it's interesting to see a coach get sacked that the playing group is still playing yeah. for him, and we're so you know, ultimately it's going to by even
1: him. more. So they definitely got no chances now of pulling a big fish in my eyes. I think they're going to have to go back to the draft, which. Oh, you oh, mean something. on the list? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be able to. Oh, I thought that two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they've they've shot themselves in the foot uh, in that regard. Nobody, no player, no player manager is going to go. Yeah, go to North Melbourne. They, they Why? just yeah, they've just showed their hand. The, the type of club they they are at the moment. So it's
0: very embarrassing. I mean, that's the other thing we didn't talk about as much on the on the review because we got to get through nine games and we had to do a bit of a recap on round nine as well because we had an audio problem. But that's it. I guess what do you like? That's the other thing as well. Like. We're in a situation where you know, the the team has completely underperformed and yeah Like that's the thing It's not like This was a huge a surprise, surprise either Inability but, but so to draw embarrassing a big fish But so embarrassing as well I mean that's the thing Getting rid of a coach yeah. That
1: has done all he can he's, he's literally got the most Out of this playing group That he possibly could
0: But so yeah. embarrassing I think for North I oh, think this very, leaked out And it all it all absolutely. happened As quickly as it did Do Just as just sort of You were saying you, you think Brad Scott Handled himself well I think definitely to a degree Do you think With the whole David King thing He handled himself well With you know kind of half pretending to run past him oh. and all this stuff, and then commenting about it in multiple sections of the media. I, I... So, well, personally, like... <laughs> I've got no issue with what
1: he did, personally. Yeah. But it's not a good look on TV. No, I don't care. Yeah, stuff, but at yeah. the same... Yeah, yeah. I'm so, um, and I think... I mean, he, he said, in hindsight's a wonderful thing. He said, like, if he had his time again, he'd do things differently. In the heat of the moment... Things it didn't look it looked, great. It didn't look great, especially the reverse angle. He, the other one when you, Yeah, worse. when you're looking the camera angle face on, it doesn't look like he sort of touches him or even moves close to him. Because it was but, slightly but kind of on off. The, yeah, but yeah. The, the review um, angle <laughs> the that review. Fox, the, the reverse angle that the Fox had, he actually does, he sort of, he V-lines. The goal those, line. Yeah, yeah. pulls out the elbow. Um, yeah. Looked, it's not great it's not I mean obviously it seems, it
0: seems silly and a bit childish to as well to be fair
1: yeah and I didn't see what it proved or what was, was the nothing. point of it yeah what was the point of it that he doesn't like David King which we already but we, knew everyone knew that I knew yeah I knew we knew did you know you should, you should have knew. known because yeah. it was very if obvious. you didn't you, knew, you do now <laughs> <Yeah>. he <thinks laughs> he's he thinks he's fish and chips
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, look, oh, anyway, so that's that's the Brad Scott thing. I think it's, it's it's as the story has kind of gathered a bit of legs over the last few days, it is interesting that clearly, I think, someone within North leaked the story. Uh, I think, it, or someone that really doesn't like Brad Scott, it's one or the other. Yeah. I don't think uh, any other way, but, yeah, that that's kind of interesting. Um, but... Look, in look, a fairy tale, though, honestly, I'd like to see him as an assistant down in Geelong. Well, I guess that's the thing. So, very briefly, before we move on, I guess... All right, well... All right, let's pin it like this. Who's the next coach to go, do you think, in the AFL? Bolton. Okay, so... Yeah, Brendan Bolton. I think we both thought Brendan Bolton would go during the week, so it's amazing they've still held out. And I think they'll lose to Essendon this week, which I think would have to be curtains because they're basically playing an Essendon second side. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, you never know with Carlton. They seem to just hold on and hold on, but at some point they're going to have to... The fire is so much smoke. Eventually it'll catch fire. But that said... Um, so let's say he gets sacked in the next couple of weeks, right? What do you think they'll go for Brad Scott? I think that'd be silly too, but they will. Well, the problem is I don't think there's... It seems like there aren't actually that many no. people available. Mainly because I think Brad Scott doesn't
1: want to coach straight away at another club. I think yeah. he made that pretty clear <laughs> on the interview. I think he
0: wants to in, see... In the... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if they're looking for someone straight away,
0: maybe not. now But... but because yeah. Carlton can't take Ratner, so I think North probably would go for Ratner. Yeah, so I think that's more likely, and I think maybe Voss, Voss,
1: to or Carlton? or or they they actually finally just back um, Barker, Barker. Yeah, and just give. Him, well, he'll get the intake coaching role if they sack him during the year. Yeah, obviously, he'd probably think but then so. he would he'd have to <coughs> put some serious runs on the board. He would have to start getting. He'd have to win probably three or four games. Yeah. And so who knows? It's all all up many, in the air. Um, yeah. But I think I think we see at least two, probably three coaching moves from what it was this, this year to next year as minimum.
0: I think yeah. I I think there'll be at least two. Yeah. I, I I actually think. I don't know. It's funny because you do. It, yeah. I I think Alan Richardson might continue on. I think he will now, but, because they've but won the, games and. But the problem is the finals KPI. That's the problem. Is supposedly within his contract, there is a. And this has been confirmed by, like, you know, Rewalt and people that would know, is that within his contract, he has to make finals. Unless
1: they can land, unless they can find a suitable replacement. I don't think Ratton's quite there as that replacement because he's got some wins on the board this year. Yeah. And then obviously. Horror run of injuries. I think that might buy him an extra year. Yeah. Just... Especially if he gets another, let's say, four wins for the year. I think that'll be enough. Yeah. And then that's close to finals. He's going to be very close. So, yeah, I, I think he's done enough and he's shown enough um, to s- say to the board, especially, and the Saints supporters, that the style of play is going to work. And had he had a full list to choose from, hmm. they're probably in their eight right now but mm. who knows we'll wait and see so that's I guess a bit he's of a got a mis- win game
0: well without a doubt um, so that's I guess a bit of a discussion around Brad Scott but also kind of the coaching landscape and who will go I, I think Bolton I'm, I'm the same I think Bolton will go very soon yep. um, I, I can't believe it. it hasn't happened yet I guess they, they kind of shot themselves in the foot by being so hardcore on just, you know sticking the plan out when this plan is clearly it's clearly not working. Well, it's six years now and they're yeah, still. it's, it's one, obviously one not
1: win yeah. this year so
0: um, also we have to talk about Daisy Thomas to some degree as well. So old Daisy, he, uh, had three drinks likes or one drink or drinky drinky. He likes hopstahome.com.au. Um, he, uh, basically had one drink or two drink or three drink or four drink or 10 drink. We don't know. He doesn't know either. <clears throat> he's not sure. Well, he's definitely not sure. Uh, so he was at a charity function, had a heap of, uh, or, ricker. or, no, or no ricker, <laughs> had a bit of ricker, no ricker, a lot of ricker and long story short, um, Caro reported it on uh, Footy Classified. It all came out, and uh, yeah, old mate, no good. No, so and he's and been dropped be... to the VFL. So slab <clears> him <throat> Well, yeah, I mean, I can't believe he's still playing, really. Well they're, they're trying to blood youngsters. You said, it's such you said, a young team. They are very desperate, yeah, yeah. and that's why that's why he's still there. I guess. I guess what's to discuss? I mean, do we think that that, that suspension was fair? Oh look, what are they going to do?
1: fine him that doesn't
0: do anything He did at- he got 7,000 from the bloody umpire slew the other week he's got no money left yeah like so that's right. he's living on, on the street well that was his yearly wage yeah so exactly we said mate, that mate you have to go to the reserves yeah
1: <laughs> he's, anyway. he's gonna
0: be uh, begging for <laughs> he fines, could be so yeah out the front of AFL house maybe no but it's, it's not yeah so it's not ideal no I agree uh, fine is no I, good
1: I think yeah I think Carlton did the, the best thing well as, as Chris Judge
0: said if you want to drink you've got to drink at home you can't drink in public no and exactly. Like, as much as it's sort of funny, it's true. It's true. Like That's if, true. Yeah. if you want to get smashed as an AFL player, do and, it in the house. And if you're going, going to do it, play like a charity event of all places, Just well, it's pretty pretty. distasteful. It's strange. And particularly given they're 1 and 8 and um, it's not far out from game day as well. That's the other well, thing. Well, that too. was a charity night. It was for the Carl.
1: <laughs> mm. Well, Club. No, no, for his salary. <laughs> he lost
0: right. money, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to raise money for his ki- his, his groceries, he's retirement, his retirement village. Well, he's going to pay the debt expensive to yeah, live in like, one of those. Um, he'd be there quite soon, wouldn't he? He's, he's that got it's about injuries, yeah, oh. that's true. Oh my days! I can't believe we're still talking about him in 2019. Oh. It, it feels like it's 2010. But anyway, so that that's that. Um... I don't know. I don't know much to say on it. It is what it is. I don't I think they had a choice whether he had one glass or three glass or ten glass. I think they obviously had to do that. Yeah. But there were the other thing too is interestingly that came out later today is there were multiple people um, that were at the function that said there is no way he had three glasses of wine, like he was blotto. Oh, more than. So they reckon he had like a fair amount of pizza Eight or ten. Yeah, they reckon it was it was a couple good Got couple of bottles. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so my Daisy not, not doing too well. Um, another thing, a couple of things briefly as well that's kind of bubbling around, and we haven't really had much of a chance to talk about this uh, in the preview or the review, so let's sort of talk a bit about it now. It's clearly becoming a story, and we don't know the teams, so to, you know, sort of bank over this again, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night, the 29th of May, so we don't know the full teams, but um, Jenkins and Bryce Gibbs at Adelaide not being played, it's starting to become a bit of a story, particularly Gibbs. Yeah. Uh, he's been in very good form. Even when he's played, he's been in good form. And he gives continually being dropped uh, on, off, on, off. And then Jenkins can't make his way back into the side. He's actually been okay in the seconds. I guess, do we think that there's a lot of noise going around that... that well, not Jenkins' form, but Gibbs is a behaviour thing. And they're just not talking about it. There's a lot of talk that... And, you know... Talk can be made up, but can at the take same the boy. time... I
1: can't, can't take the carton out of the boy. No, exactly. Right. That could possibly <laughs> yep. be <Fair> <laughs>
0: That That is a very good point. Um, what, so what do what we think about this? I mean, it is interesting, particularly Gibbs. They're not playing. They've given up multiple top draft picks. They've spent a fair amount of coin. They tried yep. to get him the year before. They threw still a fair, you know, two and a half kitchen sinks at him yep. to get him um, <laughs> the second time round. What do we think about this? I mean, a pretty good player not playing. What?
1: Yeah, look, I think it's a very bizarre scenario. And again, if if the uh, <clears throat> uh, rumor Mill is true and it's more about his behavioural stuff rather than his form, which kind of suggests, you wonder who who's running the show at Adelaide and who's not doing their research because... Tom Pike. We know the scenario from previous year. Yeah. Didn't do their research on that one, did they? No. And now they're recruiting a player that oh, just because he's from South Australia, he wants to come home. Oh, well, let's have him. Do your research. Is he going to fit the club? And if that's the case, and that's a big, uh, big another big blight on the recruiting uh, team at Adelaide. Obviously, lots have been talked about over the last few years about the players that have left Adelaide yeah. and they haven't been able to keep. Um, it's starting to. We're starting to see some uh, pieces of the uh, the puzzle now that obviously there's something skew going on down there in my eyes. Uh, Josh Jenkins, look, I don't know what's going on there. I, he just... They can fit him in for some reason, well, which is great yeah. for the rest of the
0: AFL community yeah. who are looking for a, a power forward. Well, he also had an injury that they didn't disclose, so that's part of the reason for of his course. poor form. No, the AFL club.
1: No, exactly. He's got yeah. no injury.
0: Um, so yeah. Joe Dana, no, he's fine. Yeah, Dana Hurst. Keep adding uh, questions uh, to the bottom here. We'll address one of them and I'll get to some of them yeah, as, as we go. Um, so Ben said the Crows have standard standards. Uh, obviously, Bryce isn't reaching them, although to us on the outside, he's doing okay I see what you're saying, Ben, but I also think, though, as well, and I'm interested to hear what you think. I, I think there's definitely players within that list that are far more passengers that are getting games, to be honest. I, I think, I mean, I think Texas has been in pretty bad form, and that's kind of been a story too recently of, you know, are you above the sandfall if you're the captain and in this whole thing that's going on at the moment? I don't know what 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 do you think oh, about I, I mean, absolutely I think there's it's people in that list that are definitely getting games over Bryce. I, it just makes you think that there is something else going yeah. on.
1: Yeah, if if it's all about standards, yeah, then why isn't Text Walker a prime example? Oh, he's the captain. Well, that doesn't <coughs> stop him from not being able to contribute to the football club, and he hasn't regularly. And he's no. definitely not the Text Walker of old. And understand that as players, excuse me, age. Their performance dropped slightly, but Clarko had no problem dropping Ruffy. Sorry, mate, you're not doing your job. Yeah. Down to McGoo's. He hasn't come back yet. So, Mm. yeah, I agree. Um, Standards are put in place. I just think that those standards haven't been consistent across the board at Adelaide. I thought uh, Bryce Gibbs would have been back probably last week at the very latest, and I thought he's been playing pretty good football and he's, a, anyway. I mean, and he's a top yeah. of player that now that the team's up and, up and about, he's going to flourish because there's going to be less um, scrutiny on him from an opposition point of view because the midfield's starting to really churn. So yeah. if they're going to tag someone, it's going to be one of the Crouch brothers or a Sloan, and he gets to play that real free-flowing type of uh, halfback midfield, which is ideally suited to uh, to his style of play. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see what happens, but it doesn't look like he's going to get a Guernsey this week either.
0: Probably not. So we're recording probably this on not. Wednesday night, so we don't know. Um, like, great question. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I don't disagree, but that said, I think there's probably a few other people on the list that, that probably don't deserve it over him. Um, what do we think about the mid-season draft? And I guess mid-season trade, that's been a fair topic as well. Firstly, let's talk about the, the, what just happened um, you know, earlier in the week. How do we feel? Do we think that was handled well? Do we think that was a good idea? The Sandford kind of came out and said, "You're plucking out all these top players with, you know, we get nothing back, and it just sort of shafts the competition."
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's always going to be a concern. Just the way it's the AFL landscape is is structured here in this country with um, state based competitions. <coughs> Not all the state based teams ha- having an affiliation with the AFL the yeah. team and all that type of stuff so there's some fine finer details that need to be tweaked as this comes along but I think overall it's a great idea I mean some of these players that are playing VFL Waffle SNFL NFL and whatnot missed out through the draft um, may not get another opportunity if we have to wait till the end of the year because so much happens so giving them an opportunity at AFL level I think as long as the AFL uh compensating the clubs that are losing top-end talent in in the state-based competitions, that helps. But ultimately, unless one club is getting pillaged, and I think this is where there probably has to be um, some restrictions in place down the line when this becomes a bigger thing. It's not going away. Let's just be clear on that. It's actually going to go to a mid-season trading scenario in years to come. Um, This will just be part of the AFL landscape but let's just say one team in particular has uh, a couple of gun mids, a gun forward and a gun back and they all get pulled out because of this mid-season trade. I think then that's really unfair. Yeah. And I think there might be a limit of one or two players per club that the AFL can take from otherwise it is too detrimental. If you lose one player, that shouldn't stop your team from being competitive in that comp. No. But if you lose losing three or four, we know that that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, interesting, and I think the AFL will have those conversations with the, the other state-based comps um, to see how it works best, um, so we can continue to flourish and, and bring players through. I mean, we've seen some great players mm. come through the VFL. Um, Sam Mitchell's a great example, um, not being drafted <clears throat> two years, I think it was, and then dominating the VFL and then getting drafted into AFL, and obviously. Um, the rest is history from there with him. Mm. But uh, look, I love it. I'm a big fan of it, and I know you are. And yeah, we th- probably want to see more of it.
0: I think, yeah, I think, it, yeah, I think it was good. But I can understand, I can sympathise. I guess how they get affected around it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think it needs to happen um, to help the because if there is a Tim Kelly out there that's not playing um, in the in the A League, I think that's you know, you want to see that, but at the yeah. same time, I can sort of, see, I can see both sides to the, to the coin. Oh, climb. absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. And I guess also in that too, um, a mid-season trade period, how, how do we feel about mid-season trade? I mean, we have, we've spoken a lot about this over the time throughout the last, you know, year and a half or so we've been doing the podcast. Um, I, I'm... In favor of it. I mean, please comment below.
1: I'm absolutely in favor of, of it. Yeah, tell yeah.
0: tell us why you don't like it. It seems that there are a lot of people that really hate it. I mean, whenever whenever there's a, a conversation, I see online, like ninety percent of the of the people are like really against it. Um, I guess what do we what do we think? I I I'd say we'll, so we're both for it. Right? I do, and I again,
1: I'm a bit like I can sympathise to a, a degree where those who aren't in favor of it come from because it's not something that we're used to here in Australian sport no on a world spectrum though and this is where the AFL is going uh, (coughs) unlike many of the other codes in Australia we want to be seen as a premier sports code within the rest of the world not just here in Australia and it's part of what happens in other codes so ultimately evolution says that if, uh, if the AFL wants to grow as a, um, you as just one Hawthorne to grow. Yeah. go, go, go. Um, no, if the AFL wants to grow and start um, uh, entering into other countries yeah. outside of here, this is China uh, and China. China, Yeah, maybe China, China. <laughs> um, Then this is just just part of parcel of it, and. I can tell you right now, it, yeah. there's, there's a couple of clubs that would be very happy to start doing some trades because Absolutely, of yeah. key injuries and just missing little things um, in, in the push towards finals.
0: I had a conversation with a bloke once who's a you know really hardcore football fan. Uh, he's a St Kilda member. He's gone to the football for you know 20 or 30 years. He's just hardcore into footy. Love loves it. Loves it. Right. So and he you know he's not really in all this sort of online type of stuff. Mm. And no, no, he's just sort of a you know old style. And I said, look, what do you feel? How do you feel about a, a, a mid-season trade? Nah, get stuffed. You know, he really went really against it immediately. And I was like, oh, um, why? Eventually, once he'd stopped saying how bad it was, and, and he said, oh, look, you know, I don't want to see, you know, players leaving and, you know, top players leaving the club. And and that's, that's I can see sort of where that's going. But then I said, well, I think the idea of it and, There'd have to be some sort of restrictions on it and how they would do it. And the idea would be you know, potentially trading rookies or players that haven't been picked or whatever or haven't played a certain amount of time or (laughs) however it is. But, I mean, when I said to him, I was like, well, what about, so St Kilda, let's say your Ruckman goes down and you've got no Ruckman and you're a real chance to make the flag. Wouldn't you like to bring in a Ruckman? He said, oh, that'd be great. I was like, well... (laughs) What, what, that's, like that's you want, like, do you see, yeah, so I, I, I get like there's, there's two sides to it, right? So people look at it and say, well, I don't want, you know, I don't want Nick Rewalt to walk out in the club as a, you know, a very sort of wide example of it because, you know, years ago I had this conversation with him, but then also, I, you know, if, if old mate, you know, Ben McAvoy goes down, he was playing at the time. Oh, then then it sounds fantastic yeah so I, I, I I don't know oh, you yeah. can't just you are gonna to have to give and take to some no, degree it's,
1: yeah it's no different to what kind's been put in place with the uh, free agency so you would assume that um, if it went ahead things like if they're a restricted free agent they're untouchable yeah if they've, they've got, a, they would have have to through a certain point of the deal, deal. Yeah, they or can't if they've played x amount of games, and that's the same in the NBA so, as well. You yeah. can't just
0: like yeah. as an ex- So just so sorry to interrupt, but Braden said here, people don't want to see stars leaving mid-season. I'm for it at least a trial for a season, but that's why some don't want. It. I, I, we both yeah. completely get that. Absolutely. So I should have prefaced it with. I'm not. When I say I don't know why people don't want it, like I, I, I obviously that's a fact. And we don't want it to be just a free for all. No, 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 We're, go, not, we're not saying. That. Oh, I want to pick him. And him. I think. And... I think part of it is that. So you and I are big NBA fans. So I think part of it is that we we kind of have. I mean, that's a bit broader, but we have seen a system that that can work. I mean, obviously, like you know, well, I'm sure we will get someone saying, well, "What about Golden State? has got you know." Like this absurd team, but that's well, they played
1: it. well. Yeah, they paid unders for cousin uh, for boogie for boogie,
0: yeah. and they have probably paid unders for for Duran as well, aside yeah, exactly. from anything. Um, and they, you know, front ended um, sorry back ended uh, Curry's deal. But anyway, that's a whole anyway, other thing. Think, yeah. No, but the point is that, like, so just so it's clear, I think some people think that aren't uh, that, in, and this is not a criticism or anything that people aren't into American sports. It's not like you can go. Okay, mid-season trade. I'm going to take Babe Ruth and you know Michael Jordan and you know like it doesn't. No, it doesn't no, doesn't it's, have it's that, not. Mate. It's not like oh, I've got more marbles in my hand than you've got. Okay, I'll take your marble and your marble. Like it doesn't. It's not, it's not a corporate no, takeover. No. It's, a, I, <laughs> it's not. Microsoft it's, can't it's, come in and just go. Okay, Yeah, Apple, you. you. are just a little Michael, iPhone. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Yeah. No, no, no. no, that, no, that, yeah. no that, I think no, people that. think that it's like swapsies. It's not that hectic. Like it's much more. Uh, restricted. So in a mid-season trade, so for example, um, so let's say with so Anthony Davis in the NBA, he's you know a, a big sort of piece at the moment as to where he goes. There's periods in like a big player's contract where just because it's mid-season trade doesn't mean if you really quickly go, I want Anthony Davis, you go. Oh, damn it! All right, go on, off you go. Like it's not. There's restrictions to it. So it wouldn't be like you know, if, if Sydney all was like, Patrick Dangerfield, then they're like, oh, yeah. all right, all right, off you go, Patrick D'Angerville. You're in the middle of a contract that we've paid, you know, millions million of dollars, dollars, but that's okay. So it, there would be restrictions yeah. on how it would work. And I think the AFL needs to start off smaller and just see how it works initially, whether it's trading rookie players and bits and pieces initially, and just seeing how that works. Because yeah. I think there's if you've had injuries and you're a serious chance to make finals and you're missing one or two pieces, why not have a shot at it? oh absolutely and I, I guess I, I guess the if, the, if they're the not two playing point, games anyway what's the difference
1: the, I guess a good way of looking at it is and one of the players we've just been talking about Josh Jenkins so quality player hmm. in a lot of people's regards cannot get a game with Adelaide so why should he be restricted get to playing in seconds when there's a team out there that could yeah. tr- swap do a trade do Carlton whatever Carlton can't score yep so Carlton could offload one of their young they lose down back why not yeah, move a mid, do a trade that's mutually beneficial. And I guess that's yeah. where the AFL will start to look at, okay, Jenkins, for someone to be eligible, they can't kind of play, and we're going to say it happens after round 12. If you've played six games or more, so more than half the available games, you cannot be traded from that club because you're part of the regular 22. Yeah, Unless that club says, okay, or whatever the case may be. But... As a general rule, untouchable. If they're played less than that, yeah, that's when clubs can start to go with it and then all the other restrictions yeah. based on their contract with the, the, the club they're with. Um, but I think AFL, if they're smart enough, will well, do what you suggested. If you stacked the, in one area... Just like the you, rookies and stuff yeah, like that.
0: If you've got a stack of midfielders... Like, why not use one of those pieces to try and bring in something that you don't have? Yep. Key defense, key I, I, yeah, key defence, key
1: forward, all that type of stuff. I think
0: it, it's going to come... I think
1: it's inevitable. I just hope the AFL uh, do it gradually and uh, and they get everyone involved in the process before they um,
0: put it into place. So Melanie said it's the luck of the season. You know, it's not for the AFL. Um, I, I get that, but at the same time... Um, I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, there are teams that haven't won a premiership for an extremely long time, and it uh, surely it's starting to get to the point where that luck is starting to drown out. I mean, what what do you do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like you do, surely. I mean, they want to even the, the competition out, and they want it to flow as best as it can, and they want it. You know, people to be able to gain better pieces and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. What like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems. I, 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 I get I'm the just, tradition yeah. of it, but... Yeah, well, well, we don't have an even
1: competition as it is just because of the number of rounds. Um, the Grand Finals played at the MCG. I mean, there's lots of... I mean, so it's like that you get to be at Richmond or Hawthorne yeah. or one of these clubs that gets to play the MCG 12 times a year. mean mm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I do, I'm not, I'm not bagging the question, I understand it and that's part of nature, but when we, let's have under-19s and just have a system where you, you're zoned again, like, well, why isn't yeah. that brought, brought back? I, I think we've got to evolve with the times, um, and I, I, I can't wait for it to happen to be quite honest, I think it's exciting, it means I think we get to talk idea. about AFL for but much more time throughout the year.
0: Yeah, um, so we've got quite a few comments coming in now. Um uh, you know, maybe clubs should put up players they would be happy to trade club controls. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, okay I don't have a problem with that. Um, I would have loved
1: it at Hawthorne a few years ago, Vickery. Yeah.
0: yeah, and that's the thing. So, like Braden said here, um, example, if Geelong weren't going to make the eight, they know West Coast are challenging for the flag and Kelly will leave at the end of the year anyway, they would trade him to West Coast and start tanking. Well, yeah, but if I guess that's another side of it. But if they're, you know... Well, I guess that's true then they could basically like cook the draft and that's the big problem I mean Nick, well, this is what, Nick's we're have this of, conversation because, Nick's heavily criticized yeah. us here as well and there but that said like we don't know and you don't know so we can't really um, dissect it with an accurate perspective because we don't know and neither do you so the reality is we're trying to kind of you know, play with it and see what can work. And the reality is we're not gonna know until it's it's actually a thing and and that'll be it. No But there's obviously, you know, a lot of loopholes in all this. I guess what we're trying to identify is that a lot of people out there think that if if this series is like if this period is open then you know they'll lose all of these top players like and and basically drown the entire club like that's not that's not how it works it doesn't yeah uh, and we have actually said that nick a couple of times so i'm not sure what you're yeah, yeah. talking and,
1: about but and that was like the fear around free agency they thought yeah. that players were just going to go here there and then do whatever they want well Ultimately, it hasn't happened. A lot of them, more, more than most, have re-signed with the club that they're at. It's yeah. only been a handful that have gone on to to uh, other clubs on big deals, yeah. and they haven't won premierships, let's yeah. be honest. So, uh, yeah, look, it's a lot of water to go under the bridge yet, let's yeah. be honest. We yeah. just thought it, it's interesting conversation having... Just had the uh, midseason yeah. uh, rookie draft, and I thought it went very well. And I don't think any club out there is going to be disappointed if one no. of those and all of a sudden plays a blinder for the rest of the year and gets them into the finals or wins a final for them.
0: Exactly, and, and you can't really <laughs> criticise us or the AFL or anything around it when we don't know what the parameters are. We're we're Not just no way
1: criticising either of us. It... We've got nothing to do with it. No, <laughs> and we're just commenting
0: on it. Ultimately, it's an it's a it's an open conversation yeah. that, that we're trying to sort of. Out of yeah. there, uh, and if the show disappoints you, don't watch, buddy. All good. Uh, so North and Richmond, fourteen. Oh, the game. That was the versus last of the news That yet. was the last of the news. Well, there's not much to talk about out of not that. Talk- no. Um, we're, it- gonna, we're gonna get a lich mob on us otherwise. Yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, no. What do you reckon, North Richmond, fourteen? Well, I don't want to seconds. think about this game at all. To be honest, no. Sounds horrible. It does sound no, pretty no. average. This is uh, not a great round on paper.
1: Not at all. Uh, look. Um yeah, it'd be interesting. We generally see a team that gets a new interim coach or a new coach play pretty well the next week. So hopefully it's an entertaining game. Yeah. But I think the Tigs are starting to actually just show the competition that they are a very, very good team, even without their very, very good players. Yeah. So uh, TIGS to me uh is it the to Marvel Marvel, yeah. So they'll bring it a little bit Closer, I just don't think North have got the firepower
0: in their forward line or their midfield to go with the Tiggs. So I'm going with the Tiggs. You, you have to know? go TIGS. Tiggs, yeah. Uh, Pies, Dockers at the MCG on the Saturday. Second versus eighth. Wowee. um You'd think Pies, but obviously Dockers have been okay.
1: T- Dockers have been pretty good. I don't know if they know how to play in eight degrees, sloppy, <laughs> wet conditions that Melbourne probably is going to be like...
0: On no, the Saturday. I think the, yeah, the temperature's <coughs> horrendous yeah, over the weekend. It's,
1: I think it's going to just be a, a very... Although Ross's uh, game style will suit it, it'll be very low scoring and um, very defensive, you would think. But yeah, you can't not tip the, the, the pies at the gym. you got to go pies. Yeah, pies. Uh, Giants versus the Suns,
0: third versus Giants. 17th. Yeah, Giants. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, there's I not much un- to say. I think they're
1: unbackable at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, particularly at home in, in Sydney. Yeah, I mean, you, there's you obviously two or happening. three
1: teams that you would go, oh, geez, I don't know, like Cats, Pies, West Coast, but no, nah, Giants.
0: Yeah, um, Geelong versus Sydney down in Geelong, this first is, versus 15. This will be a cracking game, and I'm going to go with
1: Geelong just because it's there, but we know the Swans can win there, and they're on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, they're on a roll. They are on
0: a very... Interesting role. They're, they're on a, a climbing... Role. <laughs> role. They're on a climb in the, the post role. But yeah. they've been pretty lucky. They've been lucky. I don't think they should have won those two games. No. Like, well, if could by, by the rules, they shouldn't have. Shouldn't have, no. So, I, I don't know. No. I, you've got to go the Cats, You we? have to. You yeah. can't. It's not... No, no. Lions versus the Hawks. Interesting game at the Gabba. Yeah, very interesting game. Can't knock back the Lions at the Gabba, though. Well, that's the thing. Lions have had their measure, and it's at home. Yeah. So, yeah, beat them both both games
1: last year. Very convincing. I think they both were thirty-eight points. Danny Tassie and yeah, at the Gabba. at Gabba, yeah. Been much more consistent this year than the Hawks, and Hawks are still missing some key personnel. So, yeah, I'm going with the Lions by about 20.
0: Yeah, I think Lions as well. Yeah, I, I, I just don't... I mean, obviously, you know, Hawthorne are capable of winning this, but I, I just think... Lions have been in most games this year yep. uh, even the games they've lost they've been in them they're, they're, they're maturing they're only going to get better I, I'm yeah. fully chipped in The only in.
1: thing that might give Hawthorne a bit of an advantage is um, the lines are coming back from a, a big trip to WA on Sunday obviously mentally and physically exhausting going down by one point after yeah. the siren that might play into Hawthorne's hands a little bit because they had a little bit of an easier game on the Saturday down in Tassie against mm. Port but no, nah, I think I'll be ready for it. No, nah, I'm, mm. I'm going with Lions. I'm going
0: Lions as well, and then the D's versus the Crows, 16th versus 7th. So, this it? is in Darwin
1: too. look uh, the
0: Crows. Well, absolutely. Remember that? Isn't look? At, look at the flip side of it. So a year ago, Melbourne murdered them up there by what, like 85, 90 points. Mm. That was kind of the start of people saying, oh, I, th- I think the D's are in it this year," and blah blah blah. Like blah, this blah, was blah. this was a real kind of thing, and now. Most people, so crows have gone in into well and truly dollar favourites. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing how far we've come in a year. Absolutely, they were embarrassing last week. Yeah, and most a lot of the time this year, yeah. uh, I, I think you have to back the crows. Hey, I mean, these. This is probably the game that the D's will yeah. turn around and win. That's because last problem. week I
1: picked them and like, no, 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 and now I'm never picking them again.
0: No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. was saying earlier today. I think this was is probably the game that Melbourne will turn around and win. At this rate, I'm going to tip the Crows, but that could be one that I do change closer to the time. Uh, It's just that I don't want to, and I really don't want to back the Ds, and I think they've been awful, but that said... At some point, they will do. They've what got it is. to win. because yeah, I can could see to win the again. narrative being like, "Oh, maybe the D's are back," and you know all these articles all week and think pieces around. Are they back? And uh, I don't think they're back at all. I don't think the Crows are that good. But they but are going to. Yeah, but, yeah. The D's are going to win more games this year. At some point, At some just, point they're going to win something. But I, I think that, yeah. Anyway, mm. I think yeah. I, I'm going at this stage. I'm going with the Crows, but don't know. Uh, Saints versus the Power, Port LA Power, eleventh versus tenth. This should be a very good game. Good game. This is probably one of the better games of the round, actually. Looking at it, uh, this is at Jinghuan uh, Stadium's The only problem is it's not a Marvel, so it's it would be a good game. But who knows? In the pollution and the twenty-eight degrees with like hundred percent humidity heat, because that, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be sickeningly hot and outrageous hot. humidity. So it makes it
1: very interesting. I'm gonna to have to go with Port then, I reckon.
0: I'm gonna go with Port as well, but I'm they've taken I about 50 it. players over there, which yeah. is interesting in itself. But I don't, I yeah, I'm not convincing see who they know. Yeah, Not
1: convincing. I'm not convincingly going with Port, but I just think with those conditions, it's gonna be really tough for the Saints um, to get up. And obviously, they had a had a pretty good win last week and are playing pretty good football considering all the injuries. But yeah, I think. Port a dual win. I, th- I think they were. They could have won last week had they uh, taken more ascendancy when they had possession of the footy and kicks, or put some scoreboard pressure against Hawks, but they just didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going with Port at this stage.
0: Uh, in the battle of who wants to get sacked, Essendon versus Carlton, 12th versus 18th. What do we think? Who wins this? Who's going to watch this? It's almost macabre. I kind of want to watch it just to that, see oh, what's going to oh, happen. Has
1: anyone got some dice? I want to roll... All the old mate, dice. I don't want to back any of these teams. I'm going with Essendon. Right, I'm going for boys just to give it interesting.
0: All right. Um, And then Eagles versus the Dogs, fifth versus third It's over there, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eagles. Eagles. I think the Dogs, like,
1: a few times this year, will play two or three quarters and give it a good heave-ho, but... (laughs) A good (laughs) free heave ho (laughs) Yeah, but we've seen that the Eagles only need one quarter. That's true. And they'll uh, put teams away, so, yeah, Eagles for me.
0: Okay, so just to recap, North versus the Tigs. 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 Uh, Pies versus the Dockers. Pies. Pies. We both think the Giants, Giants. surely over the Suns. Yeah, they'd be another percentage boost there. For uh, Cats over the Swannies. Cats, and I think that'll be game of the round. Interesting in this, uh, we've seen another comment come through from Marcus. Uh, I was saying before that Brisbane have been in all their games. Uh, he said Hawthorne have been in all their games. Uh... They've lost as well. Do you think Hawthorne have been in all their games this year? I don't think they were much in the Richmond game. They pretty consistently Uh, lost to them. Were they in that game? Yeah,
1: the first quarter they shot. A little little bit. Well, no, they've had that kick straight then.
0: Different scenario. Yeah, okay. Uh, Do you think every every game this year, though? Hawthorne? Every Uh, game?
1: No, that game I would take is the. Exception because yeah, okay. every yeah every other game. But I guess game,
0: we, what we're saying is that, yeah I they should be
1: in a better position. They should have yeah without a doubt yeah
0: they should not have lost. Hence s- dropping Rufford to yeah s- shouldn't have lost to
1: Saint Kilda and probably shouldn't have lost that Western Bulldogs we shouldn't have, game. I, only won
0: over Carlton by like two or whatever it was a couple of points. Yeah, yeah, that was
1: a horrible game. And um, the doggies game <laughs> obviously though we lost um, Liam, uh, Liam and Burgoyne so mm-hmm. that's big bit a bit harsh there, uh, but. It's not that Hawthorne have been games. It's that they haven't been consistent quarter to quarter. They haven't put four quarters together. So And it's in Brisbane. And it's in Brisbane. And Brisbane have put four quarters together more consistently this year. I so. think slightly
0: more. And then D's over the Crows? Definitely not. T's you're going T's I'm going Crows. No, I'm going the Crows as well. Yeah, now, but now. I, I, I'll consider. Yeah. I'm going to maybe roll yeah. the dice. Oh mate, one of them is going to flip. I don't think it's all going to go to plan. Very no. rarely does a round go to plan. <laughs> this is true. And then Saints over the power in China. So I'm going Port. Yeah, and I might change my tip on that one too. I'm going Port as well. I I'll, yeah, I'll stick with Port. Um, you know, Jing is is their you know you know homestead. So so home away from home. Home away from home. Yeah <laughs> Um, they've played it well. Ironically, they have actually played it more times than the because they, they used true. they used to play Gold Coast, so a bit more experience. You know, they know what to eat, and uh, they're used to the pollution and the all dungeons. that stuff. Yeah, uh, and then um, Essendon versus Carlton, battle of who gets sacked. Yeah, battle of who gives a shit. Um, I'm gonna go with Essendon. I'm going with the Blues. And then the Eagles versus the Doggies. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. So before... That's a recap. Um, we'll run through a couple of other questions if you've got any. Um, so do you think Collingwood can win over 40? I don't know what that means. By over 40? Yeah,
1: they can. But I don't think... Th- oh, 40 40 points. points.
0: Yeah. But I don't think the conditions will
1: allow <laughs> them to actually get a margin that right. big. Probably. If it's going to rain... If it's going to rain heavily... No, if it stays clear,
0: then, yeah, absolutely. Paulie wrote, Melican, I don't know who that is, is. Two Bulldogs in 2020 on a five-year deal with $5 million. Who's Melican? Melican? I don't know what that means. There was that, Can you clarify? Is that, is that about... Please clarify. Is, is, that- is that about that story that was... Oh, we didn't talk about this. This was silly. Our, um, Sam uh, McClure came out with Isaac Smith and somebody from the Gold Coast I can't remember what it was going to be anyway don't understand please please clarify uh, Antheon wrote "D's can make finals we're like cool they're going to have to win a shitload of games from here if they're going to make finals they're going to have to really really start winning Pretty, it's very optimistic it's extremely and, and, uh, optimistic and, and
1: yeah mathematically they can I like they reading all of them it's funny they haven't actually <laughs> shown any significance um, to suggest that they're <laughs> too any good playing finals but
0: yeah. they can get there it's true uh, and then uh, our old mate Braden has said, come on, Essendon aren't that bad, can be the best team to watch when they are on, and Carlton are pathetic. I, I don't disagree, but there's so many outs with Essendon. So at the many outs, like, yeah. You've got no Dana Hurt, you've got no Shield, no shield. you've got no, no Devin, Devin Smith, Smith. no uh, Fantasia, Fantasia. 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 Uh, both of them are out. You've got a lot of outs, so I, I'm not as confident. Otherwise, they're all in. They'll murder the Blues. Yeah, it's absolutely. Over. Forget but, it. Yeah. But that's why I think it's possibly slightly closer, but it, it's still over. And the other thing is,
1: Essen, are like so many other teams, they're not the only one, too inconsistent. Mm. They'll play one
0: very good quarter or one very good half, mm. and then they'll go to sleep. Mm. So, Anyway, appreciate your time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the AFL Deep Dive Live Dive. Oh, Why, yeah, oh, yes. very good call from our producer. He's piped up in that last last uh, call there. Um, we will be on live Tuesday next week, not Wednesday. Old mate is on a trip. Uh, Tuesday next week, 7.30, live on Facebook, same time, same place, seven thirty nine, 7.41, but on Tuesday. So, yeah. loose time, same day. So, Wednesday that's week. the 4th of June. That is. Very good. Uh, 4th of June, um, you you've can, can count well. Um, that's it. AFL Deep Dive. Check out their review. Check out the podcast. Hopshome.com.au. Hop
1: Get some hops in your lungs.
0: Rate and reviewers, particularly Nick, big fan of the show. Um, <laughs> and anyone that loves the show look you bring up the mid-season trade and people flip out every that, single time people lose their minds that it, and, what, what is and this and the swans not playing finals oh you bring it up and people go batshit and this I, is what I we do I we love the banter we love the oh, chat so it on. down like it, it's not even a real thing yet. people flip it we've got well, sorry last one here can crows win absolutely As in on the weekend yes they can over all in the year probably not they, need to they really need to start yeah. seriously getting in. Crows game is written. Yeah, so the Crows game. Yes, yes. They can, they'll win that game. Yeah, we've both, game we've tipped them. Yep. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the footy. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.